Hello, everybody. Crypto traders around the world. We're back with another episode of Crypto Talk Radio, found at CryptoTalkRadio.net, a.k.a. Basic Cryptonomics. Thank you for joining here today. My name is Leister. I'm your host. We've got a couple topics I want to go through. First, let's get the particulars out of the way, and then we'll jump right into this. Once again, that site is CryptoTalkRadio.net. That's where you're going to find all of our past, present, and future podcast episodes. The podcast is on all major podcasting platforms as well. Feel free to check that out. Let us know what you think. Link at the top says contact. Click that. Fill out the form. Come straight in. We read each and every one of those. We appreciate hearing feedback from our listeners, whether you're a subscriber or not. We would appreciate your subscription if you're a first-time listener. We again welcome you here. We think you're going to find it's completely different from any other crypto podcast that's out there. And hopefully you get great enrichment to the point that you feel like you want to spread the word out there. The last thing I'll call out is our triad membership. The triad is where we are trying to build a community of serious investors, not the kids that say the word Jeet and say the word Keck and can't half read. We're talking serious investors that believe there's something to this cryptocurrency thing and they want to talk to other grown adults, other serious people. Get away from the toxicity. Check it out on the site. Click on triad. It'll tell you about our different tiers for joining the full on triad. If you still have questions, you can join us in our discord channel. CryptoTalkRadio.net slash Discord will take you straight there. And anybody will be happy to answer any questions you may have. Given that, let's go ahead and jump right into our content for today's episode. All right, so number one, somebody needs to tell Discord, if Discord, you're listening, that crap music you added to the waiting room you got to get rid of that garbage. I'm straight. Listen, that's the worst thing. I understand what you're trying to do. You need a setting to not have that and it should be defaulted off and then let people choose to turn it on, but don't turn it on by default. That was the worst sounding music I've ever heard. Anyway, quick internal update just so people are in the loop. I had some interesting news about the car that bothered me. I think I mentioned this on the YouTube channel. Really bothered me. I've got an appointment early tomorrow morning, take it into Meineke to see if I can get it quick repaired. I assume it's probably going to take all day. I don't need the car. And I did save a lot buying it. So I'm kind of at this point of if I can at least get it to the to a level where it's decent, then I still have to wait anyway to register it and then get it, uh, get the title and all that. So it's like I'm kind of stuck in the middle. Stuck in the middle of you. I've got to do something. So I figured let's go ahead and see if we can get it fixed because I can't really do anything else otherwise. And I was not going to drive because if I had taken that trip, I'd have probably got stranded. So that's not fun. Meanwhile, I had to chew out my second endeavor and I think I got them on the level. I think it's cool, but I had to chew them out. Something fierce because they were getting on my nerves and I just had a level set in my my The manager I work with is cool. He's cool as all get out. First one still does what it does and I'm paid, you know, so it's no longer free checks. Put it that way. I'm put to work. And some of it, it's not hard work. It's just fighting people. Like the work is easy. It's dumb, easy. A caveman could do what I do. But because of stupid people getting in my way, things take longer than they're supposed to. We're talking called into meetings that are a waste of time. I was in meetings all freaking day long, knowing full well I didn't need to be in any of them because I knew what was wrong and I needed them just to give me the information. And I spent literally 30 minutes explaining to them. They sent me a spreadsheet has a column. I gave them the column name. I said, this column name is missing some values. I need you to fill it in. That's all I said. 
and they were confused. I spent 30 minutes explaining to them how to fill in their own freaking spreadsheet. That's what I'm having to deal with people. So I'm not going to say pray for me because obviously everybody has their own religious beliefs. I will say I am not, it's no longer a free check. I don't mind hard work, but I don't want stupid work. I don't like stupid work. So I was still debating telling them to kick rocks because as much as I love the money and it's a lot of freaking money, I still want to feel like it's fun work. The first endeavor is it's a little bit, it's bad design that I'm working on, but it's nowhere near as bad as the second one, you know? So I was that close. So that's what's on my deck and that's what I'm fighting. Meanwhile, my kitchen is full of crap because I'm have, I'm not done packing. Believe it or not, I stopped because the car didn't work. So my kitchen's all jacked up. I got coffee though, for what that means. And I got money for days. I got cash like crazy. Tons of cash in my safe. It's fun. I'm actually going to buy an ATM for my home. So I can have the exercise of withdrawing from my own ATM. I have to go down to the store. But it's fun carrying cash. Shout out to Circle K. Their self-checkout machine takes cash. So it's like I literally don't need to talk to anybody to get my food fixed. Anyway, let's get into some cryptocurrency. Some stuff's going on that I want to bring to your attention. Have you been watching graphs? I hope not. At least I hope you haven't been staring at them because there's more in life and I hope you're enjoying life. We're in a new year. I know things aren't really getting better. Joe Biden just recently talked about how he's going to end the so-called emergency mandate. It's funny that you have an emergency that lasts two years, right? So, but apparently he's going to end the emergency mandate. Of course, this is fresh off the heels of the house, which is filled with Republicans saying they were going to work to get rid of the emergency mandate. Biden had to be first on it. It's all okie doke. Hope you don't fall for it. The reason I'm calling to attention things like this and some of the shift we're seeing now that Biden is effectively a lame duck president. He's not fully a lame duck president, but he's effectively a lame duck president. We are seeing a shift on the financial side. You look at the graphs and you do zoom out on the month chart as I recommend you do. You'll notice there's more green than red. It may not feel like we're in a good spot because Ethereum in particular is down. Bitcoin's down ever slightly. They're not down greatly. And I want to put in perspective what I see, which is forecasting possibly the next month or two of price movement. On the Ethereum side, we're at 1586 as I record this, close to 1587, and it's upward trend. On the month chart, significantly more green than red. This indicates, at least to me, we're moving in a positive direction, but we're still not at the strong bull run that we expect that's going to be coming in the latter part of the year. Now, if you look at all cryptocurrency, because they all usually run somewhat close to what Ethereum's doing. If you look at ones like Polygon, ones like Doge, ones like Cardano, they're also up very slightly. And you can use those as indicators of the strength of growth as not that, that huge. BNB is a pretty darn good. It was down to about 298-ish. It's up to 312. Everything's looking good on some of these other coins that are part of the core sets. What I noticed, though, is that the sentiment seemed to shift back to the bearish side as Ethereum is no longer expected to potentially hit that five figures. This isn't saying that it won't. I'm saying that we're seeing some more trending, some downward pressure. So it's sideways, but downward pressure, even though the month chart says for right now, we've got some up. As there's money flowing in there, we see some new holders coming in. The market cap overall in the industry is over a trillion the first time in a long time. So I'm not trying to doom and gloom you. I do believe that we'll be coming out of this sometime in the later part of the year. What I'll say, what I've always said, 
Core coins can never steer you wrong. But most importantly, I don't think we're at the bull run yet. Don't get faked out by it. Make smart investments. Don't make stupid investments. That's It's your money. Do what you want to do. But just be smart about it that from what we can tell, we're still not out of the woods. It's still somewhat bearish, even though it's not a full-on bear season. It's bearish. There's still some of this downward push against things like Ethereum, against things like Bitcoin, and to a larger degree, the rest of cryptocurrencies. Now, what should you do in the short term? In my opinion, and it's only my opinion, core coins can never steer you wrong. I would focus on a diverse portfolio. I would focus on multiple different projects that you invest in to basically buffer yourself against this disruption. Some people are going to go into some of these other exchanges, buy into, you know, do longs and shorts. If you want to do that, by all means, I can't tell you what to do with your money. I am saying that I think it's highly risky because we are seeing price movement that is somewhat unpredictable, meaning that you could have a significant dip come out of nowhere as somebody gets liquidated. We saw that over the past couple of weeks. So if you do choose to do something like that, just be careful. Take the time. Don't, don't get tempted by the green or the red. But again, it's your money. I can't tell you what to do. I've got a side update about Luna Classic, Terra Luna Classic, and to a lesser degree, USTC. This isn't around any news, just something we noticed in the charts based on something that happened on Binance, Binance.com. Apparently, they had a warning on USTC. USTC, of course, is the stable coin for the Terra Luna Classic ecosystem. Apparently, Binance removed that warning. This caused a little bit of a pump. Nothing major. It is going to die off. It's not going to last. We're not going to see sustained upward. But what some people speculated is that it may be a precursor, an initial phase to hopefully getting USTC repegged. Of course, the lack of a peg right now for USTC hinders and harms Luna Classic. So the success of USTC is somewhat lockstep with the success of Luna Classic. So people expect that with this news and getting USTC having a little bit more confidence on Binance may lead to a bit of a bull run. I'm simply saying I don't think it's going to last. I think you're going to have a lot of sell pressure from people who basically banked a whole crap ton at like a penny or two, and they're going to be selling for profits if it goes anywhere to like three or four or five cents. So I don't expect that this is going to go anywhere. But off the side, chatter was happening around a different algorithmic coin. Basically, don't try to repeg USTC. Spin up a different algorithmic coin. That's cause some additional conversation. Okay, should we take that approach and see if we go a different route? Does that solve our problems? My guess is no, but it's something to keep an eye on if you're interested in the Terra Luna Classic ecosystem, not Terra Luna Classic itself, because Terra Luna Classic is expected to actually go even lower than where it's at. It's not expected to recover anytime in the short term. To the point that I have money that's uh, staked in Terra Luna Classic, and of course, I owe the community roughly about $45 worth of burns because all my equipment is freaking stuck in storage because of this fiasco. I haven't forgotten, and I will still do my burns as I committed to do. So I owe you guys about $45. But the rest of it, I took it out of stake. You might think I'm crazy, but there's a method to my madness of this. I needed to choose different projects that are more aligned to where I'm at right now. And unfortunately, Luna Classic is not where I want to be right now. It doesn't mean that I won't have any interest in it. It simply means that I need to diversify a little bit further, as I just said to you guys. I want to diversify the portfolio. Make sure that money is spread around because I want to spread the risk around. I don't want to have it all in one pool, and I don't. I mean, I do have a number of different pots 
This would simply let me take that and spread it elsewhere without additional investment. Speaking of, I did verify Robinhood looks like it's good to go. I'm going to actually make my first purchase there. That will likely be Ethereum because I don't think they do BNB, but I do need Binance USD. So my plan is I'll probably just do USDC, maybe, send it off to QuackX, convert it over to what I need, and then go from there. So just so you know, I'm very close to making a full switch away from almost cussed freaking Coinbase. Switch full throttle to Robinhood Crypto and kind of go from there. And that will finally close the door on those jokers because I'm kind of sick and tired of them. Meanwhile, let's get into a little bit of news. I don't have a lot of different updates, a lot of updates, but a couple of different things that came up to surface I want to chat about. Cardano, as I've talked about on a number of occasions, and I remain bullish on Cardano, despite not having, I mean, I do have some, but not a lot. But I'm bullish about it. I'm just waiting for the right price movement. I'm waiting for the right time to get in. Cardano recently just released a new stable coin based around Cardano called Jed. Just went live today as it is. This is an over collateralized stable coin pegged to the United States dollar, of course, backed by ADA. This is intriguing. This was expected to be a, a huge shift for the Cardano network. This, we have to keep an eye on this one. And the reason I want to keep an eye on this one, they tried to do stable coins before and they failed miserably. If this is able to launch and continue and be successful, it may mean good things overall for the Cardano blockchain. And Cardano blockchain feels like it's poised for success. Can't say that it is or is not successful at this point. We don't know. We need to let some time pass, but I think it's something worth watching. I do think that it's going to be good in the long term. You're talking years out. I don't think it's a short-term thing. Meta, formerly known as, or at least the parent company of Facebook, I should better say, Meta reported $14 billion worth of losses due to their all-in, this idiot Zuckerberg, his all-in feet-first approach to Metaverse, which people are sick and tired of. Now, obviously he has money to burn and throw at a problem. I would question why he wouldn't put his money towards more useful and notable causes. Regardless, apparently he still believes in this crap. He still believes it's going to work. He still believes it's a long-term play. And he's going to keep on doing it, keep on throwing money and burning money. So I'm not, I'm, we'll have to sit back and watch. What they suspect is that there's going to be some advertising revenue that will help fill the gaps of the money that they lost. I doubt it, but Maybe, who knows? I would say if you're invested in Meta or you're invested in Facebook, you're probably hurting in the short term. Is it going to long-term pan out to anything? I don't think so. Not for the Metaverse. I do think that some of these companies that are going feet first on Metaverse are going to suffer for the next three-ish years. That's my guess. I would rather see companies get back to strong fundamentals, basic strong fundamentals, not garbage that's fly-by-night like what we're seeing here, but who am I, right? I'm just a regular guy. Side now, that's pretty much all the news. I didn't have too much to speak about, but side I want to chat about real quick. FTX, Poofair, as I refer to him, Sam Bankman-Fried. Sam Bankman-Fried was caught because they let the guy out and they let him have access to the internet. Now, mind you, if he was a regular person without any money like you or I, they would not let him have any internet. They would isolate him every way possible. In this case, they gave him favoritism, preferential treatment. And so he was reaching out to somebody, I can almost guess who, 
Sweet Caroline. That's my guess. I can't prove it. I have no evidence of it, but it wouldn't surprise me. But apparently he reached out to this person trying to reconcile, mend damaged relationships, get everything back on track. And people are these prosecutors to say, hey, how come he's talking to these people? Well, of course, because you took a soft touch to the guy and he's doing what he wanted to do. It reminded me of that kid. I don't know if anybody remembers this, but there was a kid years ago, and I forget what they used to call him, but he was like this rich kid. He came from a rich family and he killed somebody with the car. And they they basically soft-touched this dude. They let him back out again, and then he did something else. Like, he was just doing all this. I forget what they called it. There was some illness that they called it, and the whole thing. Affluence. Yeah, the affluent whatever. <laughs> Affluenza teen. That's it right there. Affluenza. When you're just so damn rich, you don't know the repercussions of your actions. That's what poof here is right now. So I thought it was intriguing to share this. But on the side... The FTX situation seems to have calmed down a little bit. If you notice, we're not seeing very much news about any more fallout, and it seems like things are on recovery. Now, the interesting thing about that is that we knew that FTX had significant amounts of assets that were lost or presumed lost, whereas Poofair swore we should be able to recover people's assets. My point is, it can't be both. Either everybody's screwed or everybody's not. And if everybody's not screwed, what the hell is he in jail for? Right? Something to think about. What is it that he's locked up for if, if people have not lost significant amounts of this money, as was stated, what the hell is he in jail for? And if they did lose a lot of this money, how is it that everything's recovering? This I'm calling, and you can say I'm tinfoil, I believe that what FTX got to with this presumed loss was simply you dropped the ball over here, turns out there was some fallback or some nest egg or something else over here, You didn't call it out for what it is. And since you didn't, you assumed you lost more than you really did. That's my theory. And instead of due diligence, the government decided to just jump down the guy's throat simply because of, you know, the social sentiment, the the appearance of impropriety. I'm not suggesting he didn't steal people's money. He probably did. I'm saying that I find it mighty funny that it seems like nobody's really seriously hurting anymore, even though it was one of the biggest breaches ever. How is that possible? We knew what was happening with Bear Stearns. We knew what was happening with Lehman Brothers. We knew what was happening with Madoff. So is he nowhere close to those three? Because trust me, those three had broad ramifications for years. And in this one, seems to pass in a couple months. I find that mighty funny, in my personal opinion. In any event, cryptocurrency is not fully recovered yet. I want to be clear about that. We've got a long way to go. I think we'll get there. But it's an up and down road. We got some liquidations to happen. We also need more money, new money in cryptocurrency. There's a lot of garbage that's spinning up now. We're starting to see some garbage projects because they're banking off of the pumps of Ethereum. As I said before, it's okay. It's up to you. It's your money. If you want to invest in these, just be aware. If that cryptocurrency itself isn't really doing anything, all they're doing is riding the coattails of the core coins. In my mind, Investing directly into core coins, that's where the money's going to come back and they can't steal you wrong. You're a gambler. I celebrate you. I respect you for what you choose to do. That's going to do it for today's episode of Crypto Talk Radio, found at CryptoTalkRadio.net. I want to thank you for listening here today. I know you have choices, whether you're a new listener or a subscriber. We appreciate each and every one of you. Check out our site, CryptoTalkRadio.net. We have a contact form, the link's at the very top. We'd love to hear from you and how we're doing and what you like or what you don't like. We read each and every one of those. Also, check out our triad. The Triad is a community that we're working to build forward of strong, smart investors. 
the ones that want to lead us into the next generation of cryptocurrency to evolve cryptocurrency into a more mature investment strategy for people, help people as they're growing and they get into this space. We don't want the ones that say the word Jeet and the ones that say the word Keck. We want the ones that treat this as a serious thing. Join us on our journey. Until next time, take care, be safe. Please don't YOLO into projects, any project. It doesn't matter what it is. Be smart with your investments. Make sure you always keep a roof over your head, food on your table. Your family comes first. Don't get stuck in this. Our goal is to try to help keep you safe, but we're only an informing source. There are a lot of sources out there, some of which are not really looking out for you. They're looking out for themselves. So always be careful with the advice that you take and what you do with that information is up to you, but just be smart about it is all we ask. See you next episode.